gorgeous soul. This is the Katie Blair Podcast, aka your activation station for magnetizing and normalizing your next inevitable massive up-leveling. I'm a virtual coach who focuses on designing your most epic human experience through building a purpose-filled and aligned lifestyle and or business. If you're obsessed with quantum up-leveling and you're done settling for anything less than everything you desire, you have arrived right on time. Hello, ladies. Welcome back to the podcast. On today's episode, we have Sina Maria. Sina is very passionate about working with the fungi realm to support our collective evolution. So Sina came from Google and then she took a big life pivot and has spent the last five years learning from the plants. She's supported hundreds of people in getting started with microdosing, and she now shares what she's learned on her YouTube channel called The Medicine of Being Human and on her Instagram, Sina Maria. You can also learn more about microdosing in her popular webinar, Microdosing for Resilience, at her website, www.medicineofbeinghuman.com. And above all, I am so freaking honored to have Sina here. She is also a dear friend of mine, and I have gotten to share space with her over the last several years and witness this woman in real time and the way that she connects with plants and how they come through her and the ripples that she makes on this earth through the work that she does with them. So Sina, hello. I'm so happy to have you. Oh, thank you, Katie. I'm so happy to be here. I can't believe I'm on your podcast. <laughs> I know. Sina was just here in Maui, so we got to see each other, and we were like, okay, this is this is a conversation that was coming up a lot. Sina works a lot with the mushrooms, with microdosing, and we got into so many amazing conversations. We were like, we have to share this. We have to capture this conversation and share it on the podcast. So here we are, and I'm stoked. So I would love if we could just start, I would love to hear about, so you came from Google, you've spent the last five years working with the plants, learning from the plants, connecting with the plants. What really, how did you shift into working with the plants? What does it mean to work with the plants and how is it really alive in your life right now? Mm, Such a good question. Um, To start, I guess I just want to say, you know, we all have a natural connection with earth, plants, nature, simply by being humans that are born on this planet. So I just want to say if if this sounds like um, something kind of out there or something that feels really distant from your life, just know that it's it's like it's innate to our human nature and um, it's it's accessible to all of us. So. I was in the tech realm. Um, I was living in Silicon Valley. I was really not uh, super, I wouldn't say I was connected to myself or my spirit. I didn't really have the the light sparkling in my eyes um, Mm. at the time. And I had a pretty big awakening through yoga. And then my first real moment of communion with a plant was with the spirit of cacao. So um, I'm talking about ceremonial cacao, which is a, uh, let's see, it is 
what you would know as chocolate, you could think of it as hot chocolate, but it's grown with love and intention and good practices and you drink it in higher doses and it's like a medicine of love. And you and I, Katie, have a really strong connection with cacao together. Mm -hmm. We've shared it many times together over the past, Mm -hmm. I don't know how many years, four years that we've known each other. Mm -hmm. Yes. (laughs) Yes. So that was that was kind of the the portal opening for me. Um, I randomly ended up in a cacao ceremony in Mexico, and it was like this feeling of coming home. I had never sat in a group ceremony, like sitting in a circle, singing, praying, um, imbibing a plant or you know a, a medicine in this way. I had never experienced anything like that, and I f- I felt so immediately at home and so. Um, healed. Like there was so much healing that happened for me just in that one ceremony that I knew I had to go deeper. So that led me on a path to Peru and I quit my job. I took the big leap um, and I started, I, yeah, I basically just uh, looked for as many ceremonies and learned how to connect to myself really is what is what ceremony is learned how to create my own rituals I started working with cacao and then I've also worked with a lot of other plant medicines um and now in the last couple of years I've become really close with mushrooms um which is a really fun new part of my my plant and fungi path that I'm excited to go into today Yes. If any of you have listened to the podcast episode, Becoming an Embodied Soulpreneur on this Katie Blair podcast, this is the Sina that I talk about in that podcast. So (laughs) what I love about Sina and why I really wanted Sina to, it's the Sina, what I really wanted her, why I really love her to come on this podcast and share her medicine here is I had no idea kind of like what she's saying, like when I first met Sina, I didn't even know that plants had a consciousness. Plants were just part of life. Mm. And through watching Sina and the depths that she would work with the cacao plant, I really started to crack open to the reality that not only are plants very much so alive, but if we allow ourselves the space and the time to create and form a connection with them, we actually can communicate with the plant realms in the plant kingdom. And we actually can tap into an abundant source of wisdom, of medicine, of truth. And so Mm -hmm. I would love, since we're talking about the fungi today, the mushrooms today, what is it about the mushrooms that have led you to really undertake this path of studying the microdosing and really create something beautiful with sharing this with other people? Like, what is it about the fungi? How did that relationship start? What do they mean to you? What, what are the main, what are the main parts of your relationship with it? Yes. Um, So the fungi are the great connectors. Um, For anyone listening, you can just Google the mycelium web or the mycelium network, and you'll see the root structure of mushrooms that is underneath our feet. So the roots of mushrooms, there's so many different types of mushrooms, um, and there's 
they're so plentiful on our planet that the root system called the mycelium covers 90% of the earth. So they're literally everywhere. They connect trees and plants. They connect other species together. So trees and plants, um, so trees, for example, use them to connect and communicate with other trees in their in their zone. So if they have like a beetle infestation, they'll send a message through the mycelium to their fellow trees. Um, and I, I think the reason that I'm so excited about them continuously and so passionate about working with specifically psilocybin mushrooms is what I'm talking about mostly. Um, and we can go deeper into different mushroom types, but the reason I'm so passionate about it is that I feel that we at this time of transformation on the planet, we need to reignite the mycelial networks between humans and between humans and earth and our, you know, animal kin, our plant kin. Um, and, and the, when you work with psilocybin mushrooms in a microdosing way, it literally, I've felt it kind of expand my consciousness. Like I feel like the neurons and the um, the neural pathways in my brain, the, literally the connections that my brain forms when I take in sensory information and when I learn and communicate, those pathways are expanding and new connections are formed so that I am able to think in a totally new, multidimensional, more creative, more expansive way than what I was able to access before working with microdosing mushrooms. So there's so much here. The other piece that I do just want to make sure I mention is um, I've had my own struggles for myself with feeling depressed on and off throughout my life and also working with anxiety on and off throughout my life. And I also have many in my family who are um, on antidepressants have also you know, struggled with addiction. There's a lot of, of healing and, and trauma going on um, in my family line. And microdosing is a is becoming more and more popular. Like there are actually studies underway right now um, for its antidepressant effects. And so the cool thing about fungi and cacao, and I think one of the reasons that I'm drawn to both of these plants so strongly is that they both work in the serotonin pathways, which are basically their natural antidepressants. So that they, when we work with these plants or the, the mushrooms, the psilocybin specifically, we are getting more serotonin in our system, which is the same thing that would happen if you're taking an SSRI-based um, antidepressant. That's, an, that's like a, a more of a chemical approach to giving your system more serotonin. So there are many, many, you know, benefits of microdosing, but these are two of the ones I want to make sure I cover. I love that. So microdosing is something that in the last few months through Sina, I have started doing myself to really tap in and feel this. And if you haven't microdosed yet, it is truly incredible because, you know, we grew up high school, college, all the things, you know, we all have our classic mushroom experiences, which for me were huge spiritual awakening portals. I never really did it in a party setting. It was always pretty intentional, even when I didn't quite know why I was doing it. Um, 
And so to to reintroduce that now as a professional running a business and who is busy, the idea of taking mushrooms during the day or in the morning with your vitamins at first feels like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, what, what are we doing? And it's wild. I've found exactly what she's saying. My senses are heightened. I drop into a deep feminine creative state. I can speak from my heart at levels that are crazy and my brain gets clearer. My focus gets sharpened. So I would love to know, Sina, do you know kind of exactly really what is going on when somebody takes a microdose at this smaller level that allows them to tap in at higher frequencies in the day-to-day? Mm. That's a good question. I don't know if I can speak to like definitively what is going on in our systems, but I will share that. So we have psilocybin, which is the quote unquote magic mushroom that most people are familiar with. And then a common protocol for microdosing is to combine psilocybin with another mushroom called lion's mane. And lion's mane is not a psychedelic mushroom. It's a culinary mushroom. It's delicious to eat. Um, And lion's mane has been used in traditional Chinese medicine for a very long time. And so there actually are more studies on lion's mane and its impacts on the brain. And um, so for anyone that has taken a larger dose of psilocybin, you may notice that, like you said, Katie, your senses were heightened with a microdose. When you take a macro dose, your, your senses are like mega, mega, mega heightened. And what's happening is that the, the neural path, there's more neural connections happening in your brain and, and your body and your being, right? So like our gut is also, a lot of people call it an, the second brain now, our heart. That's a whole nother conversation too. But um, the way that I experience it is that we have more of our ourselves online, right? Mm-hmm. And we are also partnering with these very wise beings that have been on the planet much, much longer than we have. Fungi have survived the, um, they survived the ice age when like the the dinosaurs and the majority of life on planet earth died. Fungi were the ones that basically made life come back eventually. Mm -hmm. Um, Many people credit the fungi to humans being alive today. A lot of people look at fungi as our ancestors, actually, if you trace back DNA. Um, So there's just, you know, tapping in with reverence and with intention to uh, a fungi that has been on the planet for so, so much longer than we have, right? It's like you, you're you inviting a partnership. You're inviting the support from a teacher into your life every day. And the reason that I love microdosing is, like you said, it's accessible and integratable into your daily life. So you're taking a sub-perceptual dose. You're not supposed to feel like you're on mushrooms. You're supposed to be able to go about your day. You can drive your car. You can get on your Zoom calls. Um, but you are also, like you said, able to be more present. That Our experience of time and the rigidity of the structures that we have in our, I kind of call it the matrix society, right? Like our calendars and this very um, linear kind of rigid 
way that we, we've just designed our society right now, that all softens and you're able to, to be more present with what you actually want to create in the moment. So my, my experience of microdosing on a regular basis is that I am more clear on what I actually want to create and I'm more able to focus on that creation and I'm actually able to create it with a lot more ease and a lot more creativ creativity than I would otherwise. So it's just like everything just feels kind of fun and, and more flowing a lot of the time. It's not always rainbows. It's not always like you're going to feel good. Um, and maybe we can go into that later, like talking more about the, the shadow work type stuff. But in, a ge in the general sense, it really can, um, like I said, yeah, more of you is online. So thus you're more connected to what you want to create. Mm, I really got this beautiful visual in my mind when you were saying that when you're taking it internally in this way, it tends to connect a lot more neurons. So a lot more of you is online. Mm -hmm. I got this image of seeing, you know, how you started this conversation off by talking about this energetic web underneath the ground where the mycelium is connecting so many of the plants and animals together, covering what, 90% of the earth. Mm -hmm. The earth, if we're looking at the, 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 the parallel within this, mycelium is this way for the earth to be online fully and fully mm. tapped into connect, connected. So it makes sense then when as a human, when we are taking it internally, it, that same thing that's happening to the earth is happening within our body. And it allows more of us to come online, which mm -hmm. is that, that just makes me feel really beautifully connected to it. For somebody who has never, well, actually, okay, the first question I want to ask then is what is the difference between mycelium and the psilocybin? Yeah, so um, the all mushrooms have mycelium. So think of that as the root structure, just like a tree. All trees have roots, I think. <laughs> um, and so the same thing for, mm -hmm. for mushrooms. All mushrooms have mycelium, okay. which are their root structure. And then psilocybin is just one type of mushroom. And so what you see, what pops out of the ground, what we think of as mushrooms, that's called the fruiting body. Um, okay. And so, so, yeah, but the mycelium have a lot of amazing uh, nutritional and like they're, they're, they're also good to consume. But so psilocybin is just one type of mushroom. Okay. And is psilocybin the one magic mushroom or are there many different kinds of magic mushrooms? Psilocybin is the one that we've pop popularized in our culture as the magic mushroom. There are many other types of mushrooms that will give you hallucinogenic effects. There are also type of mushrooms that will kill you if you eat them. So, right. um, yeah, so you want to definitely make sure you know what you're working with. Right. Okay. So the mycelium is the connection of the root structure with all of them. And psilocybin is one type of fruiting body that when we ingest, we connect to something deeper. So for somebody who either has never had psilocybin before, or it's been a long time since they have, what does it feel like for you? And obviously this is going to be different for everybody, but when you, when you really 
drop in and we're talking about forming communication with these wise beings, mm-hmm. what, does that, what does that feel like, look like, sound like in your experience? Yeah. So I, I think that the easiest way to think about this is to think about making a new friend, like a new human friend, even it's like, okay, how would you get to know a new person? You would introduce yourself. You would, um, ask them questions. You would share about yourself. You would spend time with them, right? Like you would, to really form a friendship, you have to meet more than once. It's not just a a one-time thing. And so you can take that approach to any plant or fungi medicine and build a relationship. Um, and then when I'm, when I'm going to ingest, you could, so before I get to that piece, actually, you could also just, before you even ingest any new plant friend, you could have a moment where you look at the, like if I'm, if I have mushrooms, for example, I might look at the mushrooms, I might hold them, I might smell them, I might put them on my altar for a little bit of time. Um, I might make offerings to them, like maybe put some cedar out on like a sacred little place on my land or um, light some, some sage or some sort of plant and offer the smoke to the spirit of, of the mushroom. Mm. Um, so really it's like thinking about, again, like honoring a wise, wise teacher, like all mm. plants have been here longer than us. Um, and so you can think about it like meeting this, this specific mushroom. And you can also think about meeting the spirit of this mushroom, which is really going to come through, your work with it. Um, and then, you know, have clear intentions. You can like, like ask for, like ask for help. You can say, I really need help with this, or this is what I'm working on. Um, always give gratitude. That's one of my teachers says like gratitude comes before all else. So, you know, before you're going to ingest any plant or fungi, give thanks, you know, like, thank you so much for coming into my life. Thank you so much for being here. I'm so grateful to be able to have the opportunity to work with you. Um, And even doing that, you know, starts to open your heart and starts to open the connection. And the heart is really where we connect with the plants, right? It's like when we're surrounded by deep nature, our hearts open, um, you know, we just feel that aliveness that is innate to being human. And so that place, when you get to that heart open feeling, that's where you can really um, feel the connection you have with the plants or the fungi. I love that. I think I love how you're talking about just setting it up, even when it is a microdose, really bringing that intention to it and getting yourself into an energetic state where you are in deep reverence and gratitude and love as you are taking the medicine, um, whether that's, you know, dancing, singing, breath work, just a little Mm. bit of meditation, gratitude, whatever, sinking down into that space and, you know, using it, even if it is a microdose where you're still going to be going about your day as normal, it's just opening up that awareness to a level where you understand you're still at the same time going to be receiving messages. Mm -hmm. So let's go into more about then when this does, the messages do revolve more around the shadow. 
Mm. in your experience, what is this, what, how do the mushrooms connect us with our shadow? And what are your tips for somebody who finds themselves in more of that kind of an experience when they do do a microdose? Yes. So the thing to know about working with, working with plants in general and like specifically with psilocybin is, um, there, it's not going to be the same experience every single time. And that's part of the medicine, right? And because these are wise beings and wise teachers, you may find that you're getting a dose of medicine that you were kind of avoiding or, you know, pushing away or not really ready to, to go into necessarily. With microdosing, you're not going to get, you know, pushed into anywhere that's too, too hard, um, but you may get like nudged in where it's like, okay, hello, this is here. And mm-hmm. something you might, this might look like feeling anxious. This might look like feeling sadness or frustration or any, really any emotion that can come up and be challenging for you. And, um, the one thing like, so psilocybin and mushrooms in my experience can be amplifiers. So I've had people that have, started microdosing and they're like, Hey, I've been feeling anxious after I microdose. And my response is like, you know, if you look at a mushroom, like coming out of the earth, like there's not, mushrooms are not anxious. They're not giving you anxiety. The anxiety Mm -hmm. is something that's coming from within you. And so my response is usually like, yeah, it's probably the mushrooms are probably kind of highlighting some anxiety that is already present for you that, you know, we're so good at just damping down, pushing down, ignoring, distracting from. And so you may find that when, if you're microdosing, that these things that we have been pushing aside are suddenly more front and center. And what a, what a gift that is, because Mm -hmm. then we have the choice to sit and work through it and process it and feel it, we can try and keep pushing it down. But I imagine if someone is called to microdosing, then there's a level of, you know, commitment and desire to do the self-work. And then, you know, and then we grow and evolve and expand. And so um, you might find that after you've microdosed for a certain period of time that you have not less challenging days, but you just have more um, tools and more familiarity with how to navigate. But really, it's it's as simple as giving yourself time and space to feel it, right? So it's like, this is earth medicine. It's not, it's not um, bound by our calendars. Like we may take a microdose and be like, okay, I have this really packed day and I have to do all these things. And then literally in the like 15 minutes where we have a little break, we may find ourselves like going into some deep emotional process. And it's like, whoa, this is not supposed to happen right now. Or, you know, we have all our mental things, but really when we take plants and fungi into our body, we are bringing, it's like a practice of embodiment. It's a practice of feeling what's happening in our cells and in our bodies. And it's not always easy, but just trust it, you know, as long as you can, like, the the challenge comes when we are um, avoiding it or, like, trying to make it stop, trying to control it. But it's a beautiful opportunity and it's, um, it's yeah, it's like a, an opportunity for deep, deep healing. 
Absolutely. And I also experience the flip side of that as well, where I will be having kind of an average energetic day mm-hmm. or I'll be kind of experiencing some harder feelings or emotions. And then post taking the microdose, I am dropped straight into my heart. I'm mm-hmm. feeling so clear. I'm feeling just so excited about the work that I'm doing. I'm feeling so tapped in and it serves as this level of, yeah, like bliss also Mm -hmm. at the same time, which is why I think even didn't some states just legalize microdosing for like people can actually go get subscribed to this? Yeah, so it's it's in progress. So what's happened is there's multiple places across the United States that have decriminalized psilocybin specifically, which means that it's not legal to buy or sell it yet, but it's you're not really going to get you're not going to like it's it's the lowest priority for prosecution. So it's very unlikely that if you were if you had psilocybin on you and you got pulled over, it's very unlikely that you would you know, go to jail for it. And that's really just the step before legalization. So in the next five years, um, combined with a lot of clinical studies undergoing or going going on right now um, that are basically already getting like incredible results on the healing powers of psilocybin, both microdosing and larger doses, um, I, I feel pretty hopeful and confident that the next five, if not 10 years, um, it will be much more accessible and available and will be legal for people. Right. And as you said, like this earth medicine, how beautiful would that be to start seeing more people taking this to bring Mm -hmm. more of themselves online versus the numbing that usually happens from other things? Exactly. So, okay. So talking deeper about plant medicines. I have this, I don't even know if it's a question coming up, but I'm curious on your opinion. So we have like the ones that I use typically in my life are the microdosing with psilocybin, Mm -hmm. cannabis, and cacao. Mm -hmm. And so I find that when I am working with plant medicines, you know, giving homage to the wise beings themselves and allowing that connection to form. Mm -hmm. But it's also when done in smaller doses, like I was saying, it makes me feel more tapped in and more of myself is online. Therefore, I'm more tapped into this higher self version of me as Mm -hmm. a vessel for what is coming through. And I'm just curious because I guess I've kind of Like I I see it some days as I'm connecting with the teachings of this specific plant. Mm -hmm. And other days I see it as it's the bridge to access more of my higher self. I'm just wondering what your Mm. thoughts are around that. I love it. I mean, at the end of the day, like I feel, you know, all the, all the plants that we work with, they're all coming from the same earth and we come from the same earth. And I think that ultimately just comes down to feeling connected. You know, it's feeling connected to ourselves, Mm. feeling connected to our bodies, feeling connected to our hearts, feeling connected to our higher expanded selves, whatever that means to each person. It's feeling connected to the trees. It's feeling connected to, you know, your partners and your friends and your community and your cats and your dogs. And it's just like, I think that's, that's for me, 
one of the biggest gifts of inviting plants into my life is just a, mm-hmm. a more um, a lasting, stable sense of connection and belonging. Exactly. Yeah. The big answer is it doesn't really matter, Katie. (laughs) It just just does the thing. Right. It's different every day and that's the beautiful journey of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's my like mind trying to always figure it out. Um, So as far as microdosing goes, how has it either for you or in people you have witnessed, because you've been witnessing a lot of people in the last few months and year especially taking on and and over and and taking this microdosing into their way of life. Mm-hmm. What are the things that you notice in people? What are some of the stories that you've been seeing in people, whether how they've changed or how they've been able to step deeper into their purpose or their success? Like what are the themes that you're seeing? Oh my gosh, there's so many. This is the most this is the incredible thing. And this is the thing like even these preliminary clinical studies that are going on like the results are blowing any pharmaceutical out of the water. Like it's Mm -hmm. like 60%, 70% of people are reporting positive impacts from psilocybin after just one treatment, for example. So it's, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's incredible. Um, Some of the most notable things are one, um, I've heard multiple stories of people that have healed addictions. So some have healed addiction to alcohol. They've stopped drinking. There's also been stopping uh, smoking nicotine. Um, my my good friend and my partner, my business partner, Faye, who is in the, the webinar that I do on microdosing, she um, was having some pretty intense, I don't know if she would describe it as postpartum depression, but basically when she had her second son, she was in a having a really hard time. And um, once she started microdosing, she noticed that she was so much calmer and more able to come up with creative solutions when she was with her children, which normally, because she was, you know, having a hard time, was like a really stressful thing for her. So mm-hmm. she like is able, you know, basically has a much better relationship with her children um, because of microdosing. I've also heard I, one of the one of my favorite responses I've ever gotten was, um, "I feel like myself for the first time in three years," mm. um, which was just really powerful to hear that kind of feedback. Um, yeah, I mean, I could go on, but it's it's really just been like feedback after feedback of people feeling like they're they're coming back to themselves and. Mm. Um, yeah, I think there's also a sense of like feeling, feeling hope and feeling um, inspired and excited. Um, that's definitely another common thing. Is like, oh, my work, my work, going to work has been exciting for me recently when it was feeling like kind of a drag. That kind of thing. Right, right. And like you were saying, it brings more of you back online Mm -hmm. when we're going through things and we're either shoving them down, not dealing with them or putting other things in front of them. We're numbing ourselves at some level in in multiple ways. And when Mm -hmm. we're numbing some parts of us as our body being one whole machine that works together, inevitably other parts also get numbed, whether that's done consciously or unconsciously. So using these microdose uh, rituals to bring back 
turn back more of yourself online. It's probably why it unlocks some of those shadows, but Mm -hmm. then also in turn, it also unlocks those deep pieces that you love about not only yourself, but this human experience, this planet, this universe of energy that gets to, you know, tap back into the frequency of the truth of what's going on and makes you feel connected at the end of the day with yourself and everything around you. Mm -hmm. Um, And I love, you know, we were talking about how this is such a, such a, such a powerful thing to be able to turn to right now because it's a way to connect with the plants and the medicines and the earth medicines without having to, you know, go to Peru Mm -hmm. and sit in a huge ayahuasca ceremony or without having to do something extreme like go sit in a ceremony when you are a mother or you do have a job Mm -hmm. and you don't want to do anything that could potentially harm you. You know, things things change when, when all these other things are there. And so for the people who maybe they can't get get away or they don't have access to a community or they don't they fear of doing something more extreme on the higher levels, yet mm-hmm. they can't deny this piece of themselves that is longing for the connection that they know is out there. Microdosing has become this beautiful way that is suitable for a society that even you can feel comfortable as a parent, you can feel comfortable going to work, you can feel comfortable being an entrepreneur, you can feel comfortable at the grocery store, (laughs) yet you are able to be connecting with this thing that's, that's connecting you to the universe around you. Yes, yes. I mean, that is why... I've totally, you know, I had my, my kind of, let's see, my like couple years, I don't know, I was going to say like, I've had my times where I was doing a lot of um, like stronger medicine journeys. So taking higher doses of different medicines and not to say that I'm done with that by any means, but what I'm, I feel like that period for me was like this you know, kind of like wham, bam, transformation left and right, shedding all the layers, like just, it was really beautiful and also really intense and has taken a long time to integrate. And that's just part of it, you know? And I think like bless that that is even accessible to more and more people now. And it's so like, if anyone is feeling the call to do that work, I fully recommend it. And I also feel like, especially at this time on the planet, when there's so much, you know, fear and confusion just collectively around the world, like our nervous systems are pretty shot, you know, like we're, I feel like a lot of people have just been holding a lot of tension for totally understandable reasons, in addition to just like our normal life, right? And so for that, it's like, yeah. Um, and for that, it's like, I'm, I'm at this point on my journey, I am more, um, it's more common for me to recommend, Hey, why don't you give microdosing a try? It's bite size. It's just like taking little steps each day, bringing the fungi into your body each day, bit by bit, um, to enact change and enact transformation and enact healing but you are integrating it, you know, you're, you're able to ramp, like ramp yourself up slowly. You can do your research. You can, you can just like take your time with it versus kind of like sometimes you get blasted into outer space and then you come back. If you're, t- sorry, if you're taking a, that's if you're taking a bigger journey 
um, it can take a long time to integrate and it can really shake up your life. And um, yeah, I, I just feel like there's something really profound about the micro approach that I think is healing for our culture also because there is a bit of like, as humans, we, we tend to chase or some people like chase these peak experiences where we're like, if I don't feel it, it's not working. Or if it's not super intense, it's not working. And that's not necessarily the case. You know, like we can be gentle, we can take a slower approach and it, and these psilocybin is so profound and strong. Like it's just such a healing energy that, you know, even taking a very small amount is, is healing so many people. Absolutely. So when you're saying that this is something you integrate into your life slowly, day by day, bit by bit, do you find, is this something like a vitamin that adds on itself and creates something that's starting and growing within your body? Or Mm. is it rather something that you take it to tap in, but then once it's gone, it's kind of out of your body. Is it like more of a vitamin or a bridge? It's, it's more of the first. So when you, when you're microdosing consistently, so, um, my recommendation there, there are various different recommendations because I just need to preface like microdosing is a relatively new thing. Like there's not a lot of research out there. So there's a few, you know, there's various opinions on, on the right way to do it. But I recommend doing three to five days on, two days off, and give yourself three months um, when you first start to just to just have that as part of your practice. You can take, you know, a week off. Of course, listen to your body. So much of working with plants and fungi is listening to your intuition and, and honing in your own um, your own knowing of what's best for you. But I do feel like you know, giving yourself like around three months of just like, okay, I'm going to give this a shot for three months and see what happens. Um, it does build, it literally combined with lion's mane, it grows new neurons in your brain. So it's like, you don't, it once, if you stop taking it, it doesn't go away. Um, it Mm. continues to build it. Like it's, it's building as you're taking it. And then your consciousness shifts essentially. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whoa. Are there any downfalls? Are there any health mm-hmm. concerns with taking it? Like for some people, three months is like, oh my gosh, three mushrooms for three months. Like, are there any <laughs> downfalls that come with your health? Um, so like I said, like there's still a lot of research to be done, but but not that I know of. So I mean, some people are allergic to fungi. So like that, you know, don't take it if that's, if you fall in that camp. Um, if you are on antidepressants, um, or medication that works in the serotonin pathways, definitely you need to do more research. And I would not recommend starting microdosing while you're on those medications because they work in the same pathways in your body. So, um, that's one thing to be aware of. The jury is kind of out on like pregnancy and breastfeeding. I know, a few moms that have microdosed on and off throughout their pregnancy and breastfeeding, and it's been um, totally fine. But that's that's a whole another conversation. Um, you know, you might feel some nausea. I, I think the biggest thing to be aware of um, is is your dosage. So mm-hmm. if you if you notice 
nausea, for example, you might want to try a little lower of a dose. And so finding your sweet spot is a practice, which means, um, you know, a common place to start with a microdose is 0.1 gram, which is a tenth of a gram. It's a very small amount of powder if you were to put it on a a scale. Um, And so if you started with that and then you noticed you felt a little nausea, try 0.05 grams and, and write it down, you know, have a little microdose journal. Um, and I go way more in depth in this in the, the microdosing for resilience webinar, but that, you know, I think as far as side effects, like it's really, it can really just be a matter of dosage. And then, you know, there are some people that just like, it's not for them and we don't know exactly why, but for whatever reason, they're like, I don't, I don't resonate with this. I don't feel like I want to continue this. And, you know, it's like that may happen. But but for the vast majority of people, it is usually quite helpful. That's really beautiful. Yeah, I am. Um, it's almost like because I see this popping up since this most listeners here are solopreneurs of some kind, whether they're debating it or currently on their journey in some way. I'm seeing this pop up so much in our light worker industry because mm. it's almost this beautiful way to I mean this this path itself is highly confronting as mm-hmm. we discuss in nearly every episode we're dealing with you know not only juggling 25,000 job roles as an entrepreneur mm-hmm. when you're the one person starting your business but all of the you know, self inner conflict that comes with this, all the fears that we face, all of the the battles that we go through, all of the energetic cycles of high energy and low energy, and just this highly confronting path. And I'm noticing more and more, not only are people using microdosing, but they're also normalizing it mm. and having such profound effects with it that it is starting to become you know, this thing that people talk about publicly, Mm -hmm. because if you think about it, it's, we have these little teachers, not little, we have these wise ancient (laughs) teachers that were able to capsule into these little capsules and take to enhance and assist and guide on this journey. It's like the greatest gift of all. It literally, I, I believe having, have been doing this recently, it's like the greatest gift because Mm. you get to be in your path, but you get to have exactly more of yourself online, guidance tapped into this universal connection that we have. What do you think, how has microdosing really affected you coming into your purpose and your own success, Sina? I literally now just follow what excites me and mm-hmm. i only do what i really want to do <laughs> mm-hmm. and i've i've settled into this place of not trying and and letting go of i mean of course i still scroll instagram and see other people doing things and have my moments of like ooh like maybe i should do this da 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 but like I'm so much more after two and a half years plus of doing this, I'm so much more connected with myself and present with myself that 
I have a very fine tuned sense of like what is in alignment with me and what's not in alignment with me. Mm -hmm. And I'm able to also take action based on that. So another beautiful thing is that I, I feel much more embodied where like I have a ton of creative um, ideas. I have an Aquarius, like a strong Aquarius placement. So I'm just like always big picture visioning, you know, like I've got a lot going on in my head. Um, but, and now with working with, uh, microdosing, I feel like the time between taking, uh, having an idea and then putting it into action, like that has become much more of a seamless process, and has like it's kind of just a natural flow where I'm like, oh, I have an idea, cool, I'm going to create that, and then I create it, and then I hang out basically. <laughs> um, so it's so I just feel like life has become, um, yeah, less. I feel less stressed, and I feel like I'm having more fun, and I'm also in some sort of like, I don't even know what to, I'm reaching more people. Like I feel like I'm having quote unquote success without trying to, I don't have a strategy. I don't have a, you know, I'm not, I don't really have any goal besides like helping people and supporting people and literally helping us collectively get through this crazy time that we're in and evolve and shift and create the world that we know is possible. You know, that's like my goal. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. The mycelium, it's connecting the plants and the animals. It's connecting our neurons. It's connecting us mm. on the energetic web. It's just this beautiful thing. And I love how you were talking about, you know, this practice of, you know, using the microdose technique over the last couple of years for you has put you into this space where, it's very easy to know what's in alignment and what's not. It's very easy to make decisions based on what you truly desire versus what you have to and should do in a way towards your purpose that makes sense. Um, mm -hmm. You know, one of the biggest questions that I get from people is all around the like, how do I distinguish the voices of ego from Mm -hmm. the voices that are really coming through my channel, my vessel of this pure place. Like how do I really help get these ego-centered, more 3D haves and shoulds, should be doings? Um, how do I get those to the side? How do I really tap into this more tapped in state as this mm. energetic being that is receiving guidance, downloading, channeling at all times for the action steps that I should do. And it's really beautiful to just see how using this technique over the last couple of years for you has allowed you to come to this place where it seems like it's also ego as well, that naturally, once you're, once you have a ritual in your life that is, yes, beautiful, such as meditation or whatever it might look like for you, journaling, but you're also tapping into the earth energy with an earth medicine, connecting mm. to something so much bigger than you, you, I can only imagine, start to quickly see yourself as a vessel that is tapped in. And I can only imagine right. what kind of recalibration that does for your entire life when you start to look in the mirror and see yourself as that, because the reality is that's our truth. That is what we are. But mm -hmm. this helps yourself see that within you. Yes. 
And it's like, we're not alone. You know, it's, I mean, bringing in a plant spirit or a fungi spirit or whatever, you know, bringing in the spirit realm is like this, you have allies, you have friends, you have like grandmothers, you have, you have, um, the remembrance of like, oh yeah, like I am so supported. And sometimes I literally sit outside and like talk to cacao or I'll talk Mm -hmm. to the mushrooms and I'll just be like, Hey, like I'm feeling confused. I, you know, basically just like going to it, to them for advice and whether, you know, who knows whether it's like them actually responding. I don't know, but like it feels helpful and it helps me remember that I'm innately connected with with the earth and with everything around me. And so I'm not creating in a vacuum and I'm not, um, Mm. yeah, it's just, it's not just like me, myself and I trying to create content that people are going to resonate with. It's like, no, we're all a team. We're all interconnected. We all have our unique medicine to share. That's going to uniquely ignite someone else's medicine. And they're going to find you through this fascinating multidimensional web of synchronicities. And, you know, it's Mm -hmm. like, it's not, it's not in our control, but like, we're so supported in it. And if we can just kind of loosen up a bit, I think it can become really fun. (laughs) Yes. Oh, I love how you just said that because that's the truth. We are all part of an energetic web as humans. We're part of an energetic web of all consciousness on earth. We're part of the energetic web that is earth itself. We're part of the energetic web that is the universe in this mycelium through energetic pathways in our body is just reminding us that we are part of one big whole and connecting us at conscious and subconscious levels with everything around us. Mm, I love that picture Mm. that you just painted. Is there any last things bubbling for you that you want to touch on? (sighs) Um, Just if you're feeling interested, if you're feeling a glimmer of excitement or curiosity to work with plants or fungi medicine, to follow it, you know, do some research, DM me. Like I've got a YouTube channel. There's also a lot of other people out there. You know, there's plenty of content available. Um, and listen, you know, that's your heart speaking and it's a huge gift to give yourself. So I just really want to give that nod of encouragement that if you're feeling curious to, to keep going and learning to, to do it. Yes. And coming from somebody who has also undertaken this in the last few weeks and months, I also give you a nod of encouragement, especially from the solopreneur (laughs) lens. You know, it really has been very, very, very beautiful in my experience as well. So Mm. I'm so glad we got to come on and share this conversation again. Sina is Sina underscore Maria on Instagram. She is medicineofbeinghuman.com is her website where also the webinar Microdosing for Resilience is where she breaks down a lot more of the specifics. So if you're really wanting to dive deeper before really making your decision, I highly recommend going and watching that as well as her YouTube channel, The Medicine of Being Human. So Sina, thank you so much. Thank you, Katie. This was so fun. I'm so honored to be here. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, it would mean the world if you could leave a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. And if we aren't connected on social media yet, 
come say hello on Instagram at Katie underscore underscore Blair or come visit the website at www.katie-blair.com. I highly recommend you put anything that pinged you from this podcast episode today into action ASAP. I honor you for being here and cannot wait to see you on the next episode.